0: Welcome to Ready for Baby. I'm your host, Gigi Vera Vincent, a postpartum doula on a mission to empower you with evidence-based prenatal and postpartum education. Through engaging conversations and expert interviews, we'll tackle misconceptions, making knowledge more accessible and equitable for your pregnancy journey. Join us as we delve into the challenges and triumphs of parenthood from newborn sleep to postpartum healing. We're here to create a supportive community, offering clarity and guidance for a safe and fulfilling pregnancy and early parenthood. Ready for Baby is more than education, it's an avenue for change. Together, we'll advocate for better access to care and improved support systems. Subscribe now and revolutionize your approach to pregnancy and parenthood. Let's embark on this incredible journey together. In this week's episode, my goal is really to de-influence you to normalize a normal postpartum and parenting experience. This is a time of year, this kind of holiday season where things are so incredibly curated. So you might be in the thick of holiday events and your social media feed or your pages are probably filled with these beautiful kind of curated photos and videos. And if you have a baby or even older children, you are feeling the pressure to dress your kids up, to attend parties, to fill your schedule with all of these kind of themed holiday activities. And it is totally okay if you do some or all of those things, but it's also okay if you don't. I'm hoping that this episode is going to provide a breath of fresh air in this really hectic, crazy time, all around in all senses of that word, that it's supposed to be a time about being grateful and being happy and being connected. And I think so many of us feel that it has changed from that and it's turned into a really crazy time where we have to do all of these things and look all of these ways when it doesn't need to be like that. So first, in terms of just having a baby, I want to normalize not bonding with your baby the second that they're born. You can love them and you cannot have that beautiful moment of, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. You might have had a birth experience that didn't go according to plan and you're mentally not in the best state of mind. You might be in shock. I had that moment with my oldest where I felt really connected and bonded, but with my twins, it was an emergency. It was chaotic. And I really remember a NICU nurse saying that I seemed so calm. When I came to see them. And in that moment, I was really proud of myself. I was like, yeah, I was so calm. I didn't seem crazy or like upset. But after the dust settled, I realized that it wasn't calm. It was just, I was in a state of shock. So I didn't get that moment or those early moments with them. But it doesn't mean that I love them any differently or that I don't have a great connection with them today. So if you experience that, especially having a baby around the holiday season can feel like, An extra layer of chaos, and it's okay if it takes you a little while to get there. Similarly, it's okay to not know your baby right away. We talk so much about that, like mom gut or parent instinct. And some people might have that right away, especially if you have more than one child. The learning curve can be a little faster, but it's also normal that that takes time. So learning your baby and what their cries mean, what it means when they like make a certain face or they turn a certain way, what their hunger cues or their sleepy cues are, that takes time. So if you have that moment in the middle of the night where you're saying at them, like throwing your hands in the air, I don't know what you're saying to me. I don't know what you want. If your baby is crying, that's okay. And that's really normal. And I hear that all the time. Another thing that I hear a lot with my clients is When they have these feeding struggles, they say, everyone always feels this so naturally. Everyone can feed so easily. It happens right away. But that's really not the case. I have had a tiny handful of clients for whom they like feed really easily. It happens. And most of those people are in the field. They're used to working with babies or they have a lot of lactation consultants or lactation educators helping them out the majority of my clients need to have little tweaks. It might be fixing a latch or figuring out positions or dealing with some type of like discomfort or pain. And we need to figure out why it's happening. So others need even more help. I have clients where they're going to lactation consultants, occupational therapists, chiropractors. They're all trying to find a solution to fix their baby's feeding issues. And it doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. It just means you need help. And it means you're new to this and your baby's new to this. And that's fine. You need that support to figure it out. Another thing I want to normalize is just the look of postpartum. So you'll probably look and feel a little bit pregnant for a while. You will probably be wearing the same few sets of pajamas, especially if A lot of my clients, they don't have enough nursing clothes or they didn't really think about that aspect of it. So only a few things really work. So you'll probably be moving from your living room to your bedroom and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it's okay if you don't put yourself or your baby in cute outfits. So I think there is a lot of pressure. You get all these new clothes, your baby gets all these cute new clothes, these fancy outfits. And you might feel the pressure to like dress them up and send people pictures of them in those outfits. But if you don't want to do that, that's all right too. Most of my clients are wearing maternity leggings and comfortable tops and their babies are wearing, depending on the season, it might be like just a diaper and a onesie or it might just be the same brand of zipper PJs that they like over and over and over again. It's also okay if you want to get dressed and that makes you feel better and you want to get ready for the day. So remembering that you get to make this time period look however you want. If you have a baby at a right before a holiday party, you cannot go. Or if you do want to go, you don't have to get dressed up if you don't want to. People should understand that. So another thing I want to normalize is that those early days are really rough. So Remember, it's okay if you don't love those early days. Some people are really made for that newborn period. They just love snuggling their baby all day. They love cuddling their baby. They just really like this time period. And that's something that we're told a lot you're going to miss these times, you're going to love these times. But for other people, they don't love that time period. It's chaotic and they're struggling and they just want to be able to feel normal again. So it's okay if during this time period and after you don't view this as this perfect, beautiful, magical time. One reason I struggled so much with the early days is that I hate mess. And it felt like there was just like shit all over my house. I saw a picture the other day when my twins were really little and there was just so much stuff. Like we had a lounger, we had a play mat, we had a little contraption for when I needed to put them down or I needed to entertain them so I could hang out with my toddler or make food. Plus there were bottles and diapers. And then when I was cloth diapering, there were like eight cloth diaper racks everywhere. And then there's clean and dirty laundry all over the place. And all of this stuff, it just made me feel like when I was sitting down, I should get up and do something. But I didn't really have the energy to do all of these things. So if that's you, that's okay too. I'm in people's houses during this time period. And I think social media makes us confused about our houses and what they should look like during this time period. If your house is clean, like that's not hating on it. It's just, it's okay if it's not. There's going to be things that over time you don't have as much stuff. I remember I went to my sister-in-law's over the summer and her kids are a little bit older and we left and we were like, wow, there just aren't toys there. And they're teenagers, so there didn't really need to be toys, but it was a weird feeling of, wow, in a decade, our house might not have all these toys where right now it feels like there's things everywhere. Social media can just really make us get in the thick of this clean, beautiful, perfect home. And I work in a lot of these homes and I love seeing homes that are lived in. I'm not seeing these immaculate fourth trimester homes. So if you're looking around your house, it's lived in, that's okay. And it's normal to have this mess. And if you're looking at an influencer having a baby, they probably have that beautiful nursery And the playroom, but not everybody has the space for these things. And if they do have that space, it might not be perfect. Just remembering that these things are curated. I remind my pregnant clients that their baby isn't here yet. If I do a private, you know, fourth trimester prep or birth, childbirth education, and they're talking to me about the nursery, I remind them they don't need to have a nursery that's 100% done yet. And I think it's, in some ways, it can be a hindrance to have your nursery perfect and set and everything that you like because you don't know what your baby needs yet. And they don't really need to be hanging out in their nursery a ton in the early days anyway. So I think it's a better idea to give the time for things to change. Once they're settled in and you're settled in, you can complete your nursery and change it in a way that makes sense for you and your baby and your family. So for the playroom, a lot of people use a living room or a dining area as a play space. And it's okay if you don't have that perfect playroom. And if you have a playroom, it doesn't have to look any kind of certain way especially going into the holidays if you are one of those people that your kids just get a lot of stuff, maybe a lot of junk or unnecessary gifts, that it can get so crowded. And remembering that too, that sometimes you get in that phase and you can then find a way. For me, that's cleaning out the toys. I donate them to schools if they need them. I give them to family members that work with students that it might be a good fit for them. I donate to local organizations that they help single mothers or they help with children. I donate to my Buy Nothing group right now. Before the holidays, I'm cleaning out my kids' toys that they really don't play with a whole lot. And I'm putting them on my Buy Nothing groups, which is a local free organization that is your immediate community where you can post things or get things from your neighbors. And to me, that feels like a better way than just dropping it off at Goodwill or something like that. Thinking about you know normalizing that during this holiday season, your house might be filled with junk and you can clean it out and that's okay. I also want to normalize your village not looking how you imagined. So I hope and I wish that all of you are blessed with friends and family and neighbors that give you the support you need in the way that you need it. So you can set the guidelines and accept or just not accept help. And maybe sometimes you have to accept help that isn't all that helpful just to get through the day. But if you're not getting that, remember that you can make your own village. I have a past episode with Flor Campos a few weeks back, but you can listen to that and learn about how to create your own community. And remember that you can start now to create a village that's understanding of you, understanding of your children and your postpartum experience and your messy or your not messy home, or you can meet at parks or somewhere else. And lastly, I want to normalize just really not knowing the right answer. I know I spoke already about that like parent instinct or that mom gut, but even beyond that fourth trimester, it's okay if you're not 100% certain about what you're doing. When my family brings up mistakes I might or I might not be making, I can only really respond like, this might be a mistake I don't really know yet. And like me, you can only do your best in the moment with the information that you have. So if you're listening to this when it airs, I hope that you are able to bring this feeling into your holiday parties. If like me, you're a little overwhelmed, you're frustrated at the idea of celebrating when there is so much turmoil in the world, and that's something I've really been grappling with, you can just take a deep breath. You can only control what you can control. And if you're seeing Instagram feeds or TikTok videos of these like beautiful, perfect homes, remember that is curated. It doesn't mean that their house looks like that all of the time. It doesn't mean that's an accurate representation of what the house looks like when there's children actually playing there. And if you're being triggered seeing other people parent or seeing family at a holiday party, remind yourself you're only doing your best. And that's all any of us can ask for or expect right now. thank you so much for supporting ready for baby i hope that this message resonated with you and i will be back in two weeks in the new year 2024 with a really beautiful conversation with a fantastic doula where we chat about the transition through birth and postpartum so have a good holiday season take care of yourself and i will see you in 2024